0: Get ready, Avalanche Territory. It's now time for the Mile High Hockey Podcast with Mike Evans on your home for the most Avalanche content. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Hello again, everyone, and welcome into the Mile High Hockey Podcast. I am your host, Mike Evans, and as always, the fine people at TNT Home Services, sponsoring the Mile High Hockey Podcast for all your plumbing, heating, electric, and cooling needs. Make sure you reach out to TNT Home Services. they got some great specials going on in the month of June. Uh, $500 off a new AC unit, $300 off a a tank uh, water heater, $500 off a tankless water heater. All kinds of great deals designed to give you a chance to get to know them and then to get to know you. You can uh, call them at 720-500-1979. Just use the code EVANS. When scheduling to get advantage and take advantage of these uh, great deals again, TNT HomeservicesCo dot TNT Home Services. We got your six. So I am doing this podcast with you with a drink in my hand and my toes in the sand. No, it's uh, it's it's that it's that laid back, relaxed vibe that we have going on with the Avalanche right now as they have moved through the Western Conference part of the playoffs. They've got a bunch of time off. They're taking this time to relax and sort of uh, decompress a little bit, get their mind off hockey for a little bit, reset, recharge, and be ready to go for the Stanley Cup Finals when they begin against either Tampa Bay or the Rangers. As I am speaking with you right now, the uh, two teams get ready to play game five coming up in uh, New York. So the series tied at two. And so we wait to see what will happen. I got some thoughts on that series, but where the Avalanche are right now and and where they've been. And allow me, please, allow me a moment to pat myself on the back a little bit. Did I not correctly nail these Western Conference playoffs, these three series for the Avalanche? Did I not tell you exactly how it would play out? Even though you tried to come after me with the jinxy cat uh, you're being too cocky, Evans, you're being too arrogant, you're underestimating your opponents, the Avalanche opponents, how dare you, uh, what's wrong with you? I ended up being right, right? I said the Avalanche would cruise through the Western Conference part of the playoffs. Uh, even I didn't think they would cruise this much, 12-2. and two. I was thinking more like a 12-3, and 12-4 type thing. But I also felt that the the toughest matchup would be the second-round matchup against St. Louis. And... Not that they would lose, of course, but just that that would be the most challenging of the three series, and that proved to be the case. So I'll uh, allow myself the uh, the pats on the back and the attaboys, way to go, Evans. Uh, you, you called it, but uh, no, it, it, it wasn't a case, and I never was arrogant. I never was underestimating the Avalanche opponents. This just all stems from just a just a confidence that I have in this team and just watching this team ever since they lost to Vegas and just watching how they've reacted to it and watching how they've handled it and watching their, their body language and what they've had to say about it throughout the course of the season, watching their their focus throughout the course of the season, watching the moves that they made in the off season and then during the season to go out and shore up some of the holes that they had that were exposed last year, and so watching all of that transpire throughout the course of the season just gave me this this really strong sense that this is a team to believe in, this is a team to trust and and this is a team to feel really confident about and and that's all it was is just just supreme confidence in the way that this team was built. Uh, the the attitude, the mindset, the determination, the hunger, all all these words that you want to use to describe the avalanche, we saw it on display during the regular season, and we saw it on display again in the postseason. Uh, Winning all their games on the road, right? And and so many games in which they had to come from behind. They gave up the first goal. Didn't matter. Did not matter. And maybe in years past, you, you questioned whether or not this team would be able to Respond and handle adversity. I just, I never, ever was was worried about this team's ability to rise to the moment, and they showed it. And what what an incredible run, and so many great storylines to come out of this these first three first three rounds. And uh, you you start with I I I found myself thinking about uh, Eric Johnson after they clinch to go to the Stanley cup finals and an emotional Eric Johnson, the longest tenured professional athlete here in Denver, been here since 2010 and, and how he was talking about how I I wondered whether or not this day would ever come, you know, over 900 days in the uh, 900 games in the NHL, all the injuries I had to battle back from all the rehab. You start to wonder, is it ever going to happen for me? And so for him now to be able to enjoy and appreciate and experience this moment, you feel good for athletes like that. Uh, Gabe Landeskog, Nathan McKinnon, guys who freely admitted that, hey, uh, enough's enough. At some point, we have to be able to uh, prove that we can win big in in order to cement our legacies. And so for them to be able to be here in this moment, uh, for a guy like Jared Bednar, who was was hired with the idea of, hey, coach, uh, you want to coach in the NHL? Awesome. But you're going to have to coach a team that's going to be awful. Hey, take all the... um, Uh, Take all the crap here, take all the losses, take all the junk, and just uh, put a smiley face on it, right? You're here to take a beating. And he did, but now he's come through all of it. He's grown as a coach. He's grown as a leader. And now here he is, the most accomplished uh, coach in, in Avalanche history, uh, when it comes to wins and, and losses and 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 a playoff record, now he just has to finish it off by winning the Stanley Cup, and he becomes the greatest coach in, in Avalanche history. So what a, what a journey it's been for Jared Bednar. I think of Joe Sackick and how Joe has uh, put himself into that, well, quite frankly, into that same stratosphere that John Elway was in after the Broncos had won the Super Bowl in 2015 of, hey, here's a guy who was a Hall of Fame player and is on his way to being a Hall of Fame executive. Now, John fell off. We know that. But boy, oh, boy. I mean, right now, how can you not look at Joe Sackick and think you're looking at somebody who might be destined for that kind of honor down the road? What a year Joe Sackick has had. What a year when you consider uh the moves that were made and and just look back on this this playoff run and look at the the guys that were brought in Joe Sakic moves that just turn out to be uh out and out fleeces of the teams that he acquired players from or just having the foresight to be able to to recognize what a player like uh an Artori lekinin could bring uh or uh Valery Nich- or or Devontaes Couple of second round picks for Devontae. Are you kidding me? It's Highway Robbery. So these additions that were made, along with all the shrewd draft picks that have been made, and just because the Avalanche have a bunch of guys who got picked in the in the first round, that doesn't guarantee anything. I mean, that doesn't guarantee anything. There there are plenty of guys who get picked in the first round, high up in the first round, top five, top ten, uh, who just who just never they never reached their their promise they never reached their potential but joe has carefully and 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 very masterfully put together a roster that's made up of terrific homegrown talent uh terrific veteran additions that were made and and put it all together and 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 you got a stanley cup uh contending hockey team so now it's a matter of waiting to see what happens with uh Tampa and the Rangers, the big big question mark, the big question mark as we sit here right now, and it remains if there is an Achilles heel right now for the Avalanche, a potential Achilles heel for this team, I think we all are in agreement it's goaltending. What's the old saying when it comes to football? If you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, could you say the same thing about goaltenders? If you have two goaltenders, you have none. Uh, we we have seen with the injury and, and yeah, the the shaky performance of Darcy Kemper, it opened up the door for an opportunity for Pavel Frantzos. He ran with it. He did very well with it. But I thought it was interesting after the series with Edmonton was over, Bednar was saying, hey, look, in Frankie's case, uh, he was given the opportunity to show what he could do. We were prepared to go with the hot hand, take it on a game-by-game basis, and ride that hot hand for as long as that player showed that he had the hot hand. But then said that it does give us the ability to, to go back and give the other guy a chance to be the hot hand. And I, I think that even with the Avalanche winning game four against Edmonton and finishing off the sweep, that – um. Frankie played in a way that probably raises enough questions, concern for the abs that I think you're going to see Darcy Kemper be the guy back between the pipes when the Stanley cup finals begin. So, but the understanding is Darcy, uh, it's, it's your job again, make the most of it, prove, uh, prove to us. You're the hot guy that we should stick with, but know that if it doesn't work out, we'll go back to Frankie. I, I get that. And there is a certain sense of motivation there that, Hey, you want it? You'll keep it, but you better earn it. But we're also talking about goalies, right? Uh, how how mentally quirky are these guys that if they're out there feeling like they could be yanked at a moment's notice or after a game and the other guy could take over, does that start to work negatively mentally for these guys? And do you want your goalies thinking that way when you're getting ready to play in the Stanley Cup Finals? So, Look to this point, they've been able to handle it. Uh, both goalies have had their moments, and the Avalanche are twelve and two in the playoffs, so it's it's worked to this point. Question is, will it continue to work in the Stanley Cup Finals? All right, that brings us to the uh, potential matchup. And having watched enough of the Eastern Conference playoffs, and having watched up until this point the Rangers and Tampa play, um, I I believe the Avalanche will beat whoever they play, okay? Let's get that out there first. However, if you're looking for the path of least resistance, I'd like to see the Avalanche get the Rangers. And I'd like to see the Avalanche avoid Tampa. Let me make the case for the Rangers first. Very talented. You could be looking at the next great team in the Eastern Conference in the Rangers. Uh, They're young. They're talented. uh, They got a really good goaltender. They're, They're coming on fast. They're coming on fast, but I don't think that this is a team. I don't think any. T- I don't think the Avalanche are going to get beat by a team that's better than them. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to get beat by a team that uh, out out skates them or out talents them on the ice. I just don't see that happening to the Avs. So the Rangers, that would be their strength, but in this case, I don't think their strength would be enough to get them past the Avs because they still don't have a whole ton of playoff experience. I know the Avalanche have had these much celebrated second round flameouts, but they still have more playoff experience than the Rangers have. And uh, I, th- I think that would ultimately prove to be the difference. Now, of course, I-, I can already hear the argument coming from Ranger fan that, well, if you are able and good enough to beat the two time defending Stanley Cup champs, haven't you grown up fast enough that you're going to be able to uh, have enough experience to be able to go out and beat the Avalanche? Fair point fair point uh but i'm just telling you i would i would much rather have a matchup with the avalanche and the Re- uh, the rangers than i would the avalanche and the lightning here's the thing about tampa is that is that tampa tampa is not a more athletic more talented team than the avs but there's an element of what gave me pause about the Avs playing the blues that I would have the same feeling about them playing Tampa and let me explain is that sure St. Louis had talent Tampa's got talent I mean I would argue that that if you're doing a tail the tape between Tampa and St. Louis Tampa wins on all fronts because you know they've got they've got a dynamic duo of Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov um, they've got really good defensemen and they've got a proven stud goalie in, in in Vasilevsky. So those are all areas that they would they would even be better than St. Louis. Plus, you add in the battle-tested nature of the Lightning, a team that knows how to win, a team that's not going to be rattled, a team that knows how to handle pressure situations, a team that knows how to handle clutch situations. They've proven it over and over and over again. And what does make Tampa scary is that— you know, when you're a team that's like Tampa, that's a two-time defending champ, they have played a lot of hockey over the last couple of years. A lot of hockey. When you're factoring in regular season and on in the playoffs, they've played a lot of hockey, and at some point they're going to run out of gas. Their tank's going to be empty. And and the thought was always for me, when I was looking at the Eastern Conference playoffs, hey, if you're going to get Tampa, get them early. Knock them out early. Because the problem playing a team like Tampa is that as they get deeper and deeper into this run. And again, as we're doing this podcast here, they're, they're tied up two two with the Rangers only two wins away from being able to get back to the Stanley Cup. Now, all of a sudden the, the long, Oh my God, here we go. Another long playoff run. It's, it seems like it's going to stretch out forever. That feeling that they may have had at the beginning of this playoff run, now they see the finish line. Right now, they look at it and say, we're, "We're we're two wins away from getting to the Stanley Cup final again, and we're four wins away from winning this for the third straight time. We are we are a handful of wins away from becoming a legitimate NHL dynasty. And to have a team like Tampa, uh, with their talent, with their depth, especially on the blue line, with their goaltending, that's a dangerous combination." that I just as soon avoid if I'm the avalanche. So, again, I guess the best way to put it is this way. If the Avs play the Rangers, I see the Avs winning that series in five or six. If the Avs have to play Tampa, I still believe the Avs win, but you're looking at a much tougher series, probably in the six to seven game range. And it's, uh, it's again, it's a lot of the reasons why I uh, had a, a healthy amount of respect for for St. Louis, just because there is just something about... Teams that have been there, been there, done it, battle-tested. They know what it takes. And uh, St. Louis is, was that way. Tampa would be that way. Uh, Rangers would be a, a team that I think the Avalanche would be able to handle pretty effectively. I, I really do. So that's where we're at. We wait to see what happens. Um, who do the Abs get? The layoff? Will that be a factor at all? Uh now, now, Jared Bednar did say, he said that the time off after the Nashville series, between the Nashville series and the St. Louis, was longer than he would have liked. And that was, what, nine days? Uh, he said the break between the Blues and the Oilers series was ideal, perfect. And that was like four days. So we're looking at about 11 days off in all likelihood here. 11 days. days—that's uh, That's a healthy amount of time. And... You've heard me before on this podcast say I absolutely will take the rest. I will always take the rest. Rest is a weapon when you get into the playoffs and deep in the playoffs. I still feel that way. Um, but this is sort of straining the limits a little bit. This is this is a long one. So hopefully the Avalanche are able to uh, stay sharp and most importantly be able to uh, have that initial jump or or really be able to find their legs quickly. Once the Stanley cup finals begin, but here we go. Right. Stanley cup finals, man. I, and my last thought is, this: I feel good for that, that avalanche fan out there. And if I'm speaking directly to you, that's a, a newer fan, uh, a younger fan and, and somebody that, you know, knows that the avalanche won a cup in, in 2001, but you were either, you know, super, super young for it. You don't really remember it. And you've instead had to kind of grow up and, and follow an Avalanche team that, you know, quite frankly, hasn't been that good for a long time. And now to see them, this this newest addition of um, the next great Avalanche team, for them to be in this position, I, I feel happy for you because, and I feel lucky for, my, for people like myself who really got to experience 2001, but now get a chance to experience this again. And I'll tell you, based on firsthand experience, winning a Stanley Cup, following a team that's on the verge of winning a cup, man, it is a blast. And if these Stanley Cup finals are going to be anything like the Stanley Cup finals back in 01 when the AZA went seven to beat New Jersey, whew, what a roller coaster ride that was and ultimately a thrilling finish. So enjoy this. Uh, enjoy everybody jumping on the bandwagon. If you're new to the bandwagon, Welcome uh there are places for all of you because the great thing about this is that you could have a whole new generation of of hockey fans created by this playoff run and the idea that you got a lot of young kids especially out there who are, who are jumping on this bandwagon or following the avalanche and are going to have a whole new set of avalanche heroes and and for all the the people that you've seen at uh, Avs games over the years wearing their Sakic jerseys, their Wad jerseys, their Forsberg, their Bork, their Footer jerseys. You know now it's just going to be a, a brand new generation that's uh, wearing McKinnon and McCarr and and, and Landeskog. So it is uh, a great great time to be a Denver sports fan, to be an Avalanche fan. Those that have been with this team for a long time, those have been with this team uh, all season long, and have. Uh, routed their their laptops through Kazakhstan to be able to see the games, all that stuff. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to the uh, newcomers who are jumping on board. Get ready. The Stanley Cup Finals are just about here, and it's going to be a blast. We'll talk more about it. Uh, coming up next week here on the Mile High Hockey Podcast. Again, thanks to our presenting sponsor, TNT Home Services. Take advantage of some of their June specials at TNT Home Services. A proud Ream Pro Partner has with uh, huge discounts off a of new air conditioner, water heaters, and uh, also electrical panels. Check it all out at uh, TNT Home Services, uh, excuse me, TNT Home Services, co.com, or give them a call, 720-500-1979, TNT Home Services. We got your six. We'll see you again next week on the Mile High Hockey Podcast.